0: i'm grant and i'm eric and you're listening to the quacking ducks podcast where each week we take turns picking a piece of media we like making the other person experience it and then we talk about it on this podcast grant what did we talk about today
1: we talked about ryan johnson's new film knives out
0: This was our Thanksgiving-ish episode, right? Sure. Uh, we we This is our episode. It's coming out after, well after Thanksgiving at this point, but we're recording it slightly after Thanksgiving.
1: Right. The, the topic was during the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. Us, yeah.
0: And that's why we watched Paul Blart Ball Cop 2, right, Grant? That's what I picked.
1: I refused <laughs> to watch.
0: Grant refused. I... I almost actually did pick this, but Grant refused. Now, Grant, I want to explain on air why I almost picked it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, uh, the McElroys and the guys who have who do the worst idea in the world, the the podcast where they originally watched, uh, uh, what was the first one they did? I forget. Mm-hmm. But they also they watch like a terrible movie fifty two times and recorded uh, episode yeah yeah so they team up every year for every american thanksgiving and do a, a podcast episode on Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 and i finally sat down to watch it once just to like be like i should probably watch this movie before i listen to this podcast but i have so over thanksgiving break I watched Paul uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop Two once, and then listened to five to seven Jesus. hours worth of Paul Blart Mall Cop Two content. Uh, so I was like, kind of itching to have an outlet for all of that information, but Grant flatly refused. Fuck like that! Uh, so instead, we're gonna we, Grant was able to see Knives Out. After I saw Knives Out and asked
1: if we could talk about Knives Out. So we're going to talk uh, about Knives Out. Just in case people haven't uh, seen this, because yeah. it's my best. No, no, not the, that. Just in case people haven't seen Paul. Just Google Paul Blart Flesh mall <laughs> If you haven't seen that. That
0: is, that is a great meme that I will forever love. Yeah. Uh, it's
1: about also, as much interaction I want to do with Paul Blart. That
0: is fair. I will say. If you want the singular only good scene in Paul Blart Two, there's like a perfect short film in the context of this long, terrible movie. Uh, Just Google like Paul Blart uh, emu scene or bird scene. Uh, It's great. It's super bizarre, but it's the only good thing in that whole fucking movie.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, But anyways, instead we're actually going to talk about Knives Out. Yeah, uh, and I want. I'm glad Grant was able to fit this in because it. So, uh, it, in the spirit of our non-spoilery overview uh, perspective, I will say to me, it was the perfect example of a movie I really liked that had one thing about it that made me go, eh, "That I wanted to talk about with Grant." So I'm g- glad we're able to talk about it.
1: Interesting. I will say that it's a movie that I really, really liked, and that's it. Sweet. That's, now go that, watch I the movie. Any, yeah, go go watch it and then come back.
0: Okay, Grant. Do you want now that we are officially in spoiler land? Uh huh. Grant, as the first uh, person to step foot in spoiler land, uh, do you have any a for any? new first words.
1: Um, just that Ryan Johnson is the genius and I love him. <laughs> so, I,
0: I'm, that's actually a good starting point to kind of, like, per, like, let us proceed into spoiler land. Out of the, the, like, four Ryan Johnson movies, where do you think this one falls? Well,
1: that's an interesting question.
0: Yeah. because um, I would say like mm, Loop I'm not in love with Looper. And this I'm is not definitely better.
1: I'm not in love with Looper. I like a lot of the concept of Looper mm-hmm. and some and a lot of the some of the some of the visual execution of it, but I'm not in love with it as a overall movie for sure. Um I uh my okay, let's just I guess just in general give our mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson ratings. Yeah. Then um I would place uh, Last Jedi at the top. No surprise there uh, for anybody who knows me. Um, Then I would say... So I haven't seen the Brothers Bloom um, at all. I hadn't either, so I wasn't factoring that one um, in. But but, uh, I'd say Looper's definitely on the bottom uh, out of them knives out and brick i would say i would say i think i would put knives out above this is weird i don't know i think i think i would put it above <laughs> brick but just they're really close for me um yeah i would i would guess that you might put brick above uh, uh it's really
0: it's really out. tough for me as well i pretty much the same thing i uh for looper i feel the same way i think it has a lot of cool ideas but i actually really hate one of the time travel MacGuffins in it the like oh i'm gonna chop young use hands off so now all of a sudden you have no hands it's like no that's not how that works you would have always never had hands since that point and you would remember the time that your hands were chopped off as a younger version of yourself the time travel doesn't make any sense in that movie and it is very distracting even though they have Bruce Willis calling me a nerd in a diner if i care about the time travel stuff um so break it's kinda of weird. I, I think Knives Out is infinitely easier to convince someone else to watch with you That's over brick. Yeah. Like, if I had to travel for the hol- like any sub like future holidays, Knives Out is a really good movie to be like, hey, mom and dad and sister, instead of watching uh top chef uh bake a pig inside of a turkey even though we're all vegetarian let's instead watch (laughs) knives out like easy sell and good movie Mm
1: -hmm. versus
0: brick is like i could never convince another person to watch that with me but i think i myself might be more inclined to re-watch that so it's kind of existing in a weird i think they're like next to each other and they're just like they serve different purposes for me. Yeah. I uh,
1: did I did go watch like after I saw Knives Out yesterday, mm-hmm. I went home and rewatched Brick.
0: Gadget. Gotcha. And I, I do think I, it made me want to. I just like in a pure like fuck yeah rating, I do think I like Last Jedi more than Knives Out. I did because I saw Last Jedi like three times in theaters Mm -hmm. and part of that was because of traveling and stuff when it was in theaters but another aspect is like I, and we'll get into what this sentence means soon I want like, Brick is kind of timeless, it exists in like kind of a surreal time vacuum that allows it to function at any point whereas like Knives Out is very not that. Like Knives Out, I oh, don't no. think yeah. would make even if all like all the elements have to, that are that make it like topical in terms of its polit uh, politics have have been true uh, for a while. Okay, Grant's back. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he disconnected for a
1: sec. I uh, so accidentally closed the tab.
0: Yeah. Uh, so. The thing I was saying is, like, all, I think all the elements in Knives Out that make it topical technically have existed for, like, a long time. They're just mm-hmm. part of the public discourse right now, and it makes it feel very unique to this moment, but, like, some of the commentary in it technically has been true for a while. Brick, um,
1: yeah. For, I'd say yeah, for Knives Brick, Out, but... Te- but uh, I think the thing with Brick is that Brick is its one of those things where it's like, it looks, it doesn't specify an exact time or occurrence that is happening. I would say that to most people watching it, especially now, I think that kids would be like, oh, is this like, what... 90s high school is like or Mm -hmm. early 2000s high school and it's like no not really but i could see why you think that yeah i don't you know i don't think but it doesn't connect itself as directly for sure yeah i don't
0: think you should watch brick when you are that age group i don't think you should watch it as an actual teenager i think Mm. brick works way better watching it as someone with the vaguest recollection of what high school was, and then you could be like, oh yeah, that's what high school was. You Mm. know, it's like uh, the HD remakes of, you know, like, where it's like, oh, it's not that the graphics look, it's the graphics look like what you remember them looking like, kind of thing. Um, Yeah, and Knives Out, this is, it is, it's strong, like, one of its strongest qualities, but... I, I want Knives Out to age poorly, you know? I, I want the world to improve in such a way... Oh, sure, yeah. ...so that na- kn- Knives Out's, some of its themes, are not relevant anymore. So, so I think- if, if Knives Out maintains its relevance, it means the world has failed to get better.
1: Yeah. I think that, um... If I okay, if you were to so we're going more and more into spoilers now. Yeah. <laughs> uh so again, just go see the damn movie. Um if you haven't. But um I would say if someone were asked me to describe Knives Out in as short of a, you know, pitch sentence as I could, I would And by that, that means that there's inaccuracies. That's Mm -hmm. you know, the more concise you are, the less accurate you are. Uh, I would say it's Clue meets Get Out, and a lot Uh... of the, a lot of the like, a lot of the timeliness and relevancy of Get Out and it's it's much more of a thing of get out like it's much mm-hmm. more central to get out but they ha- they both have that same thing in there where they're yeah. talking about a very specific you know era of of you know uh like race relation honestly like that like they're both possibly okay. going to not. Age well, or be, you know, if you view them at a very different time, maybe it'll be less immediately, you know, like identifiable yeah, I, with, I think with what is happening immediately. Obviously, there, there are things, like you said, that are like they, they won't be like, people won't be like, what the fuck is this? They'll understand it, but like, yeah, they're both very specific it, it won't be in their to
0: the present, yeah, right, yeah. And with um, knives out, it is a it is a little different from Get Out. Like, I, like you're, you're right, but I want to touch on the nuance of it, where, like, Nivza to- does talk about, like, specific policies, and specific, like, it alludes to specific.
1: The two things that I was comparing the most with that is that in Get Out, uh, Bradley Whitford's character says the line, I would have I oh, yeah, voted yeah, the- for Obama the third time. In this movie, the racist dad is like, uh I, yeah, like the, references the Hamilton. Specific, yeah, the specific allusions to both of those yeah. are very specific and very timely. And they're yeah. both they're both also they're both also looking at um a type of racism that isn't open, that that thinks it's not racist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're they're both looking at you know this type of, uh you know, upper class white racism that's not as I guess immediately open or doesn't think that it's as immediately open. Yeah, you know it's what not I mean? burning like,
0: across on someone's right. lawn, kind of thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is interesting because, like, I, and I do want to pay, like, mention, like, I don't, I don't want it to sound like either of us are saying like we believe that the culture will move past those issues relatively quickly. Right. I was thinking more like um just the aspects in Knives Out, and these are this is more the most aggressive spoilers spoilers we've done where it's like they literally reference child separation. Like yeah, yeah, I want probably. that to be gone in right. four years. Versus like get out doesn't have as many specific New like recent policy changes that I then can be overturned to then mm-hmm. add a little kind of confusing bits, um, or or parts that are clearly just like not true to the present. Get out it, the to my uh, my understanding as a you know, wealth off white guy, um, though that though I just expect those aspects to have rel- more relevance longer um hmm. but a think i want to talk about like when you when you said like kind of the one sentence summation or theme for knives out i actually think it's interesting because i kind of picture it as a there's like a one degree of separation kind of thing because i honestly think the the one sentence knives out summation is it's a murder mystery where you actually are rooting for the killer, and you're rooting for the killer because they're a genuinely good person versus like you're rooting for the joker or something It's like well that's different that's not that's root- you root for, for the killer because you shop at hot topic that's different um and but the re- like the the uh political stuff and the social stuff is used. To explain why that first sentence is true, but it is, ki- it, it's informing the world and the characters to make them feel real. But I still think at the end of the day, the movie is, it is a murder mystery, and, and I and it, yeah, it's I, a, it's a whodunnit.
1: It's very like yeah, about. so I, I don't I, what it's, it's
0: kind of like what is the the thesis or was the it was the first most primary intent of the movie it always feels like the the primary intent is just to tell really interesting and clever whodunit mm-hmm. and it's just using the literal state of the present to really inform these characters and make a really compelling whodunit where you're you genuinely are rooting for the killer um yeah so do I mean, think uh,
1: it's, yeah it, it it's it's I mean, Ryan Johnson isn't too much of a stranger to this. Like, if you look at Brick, I mean, he's a, he's taking a well-treaded uh, genre, you know, and he's he is adapting it into a new, like, with a new twist. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the twist isn't just. Like, oh, it's a more clever way of killing, you know, like, like he's taking the, like the formula is, is the thing that he is twisting. Like the fact that we. You know, see. A, a perspective of, you know, the, the death happen that is pretty. Like, you know, obviously ends up to be not the like true cause or whatever, but it, it. You know, like yeah it gives you most of the information very early, you know, like most of these who done it, you're not gonna get that much information. you're not gonna get the information of who actually did it until the end, like that's kind of the
0: yeah, yeah, the like point. The,
1: so like seeing that stuff in the you know like beginning of the second act is you know very,
0: yeah,' because even like, like the the main debate between the detectives is like was it a suicide or was it a murder and that question is answered very early right? very objectively um and then it's just the the nuance and like kind of the domino pieces that really inform who the who the actual responsible people are but in ter- like mm-hmm. for a bulk of the movie you feel like you know all the pieces and you're actually trying to root for the killer <laughs> To mm. get away with it, kind of in a we- like yeah. getting saying get away with it sounds weird, but um right. and I think I would say honestly, now that I'm thinking back, I think Looper was intended to function that way too. I think it was intended to be like a mob story with a subversion using time travel. The problem yeah. is time yeah. travel is like an extremely spicy. Yeah, uh, it's its own yeah, genre ingredient. ingredient add, so it just yeah, overshadowed yeah. all of the other stuff and it became a time travel movie. And it wasn't, right. I don't think it was intended to be. Um, right. So yeah, that's definitely, it's kind of. Are saying
1: that you shouldn't just add time travel in there and then willy nilly not really do it justice? Mm, maybe Avengers Endgame should have taken notice.
0: Uh, I am saying that. uh... But I was okay with it in Endgame because it was just a MacGuffin to Ugh. bring me through memory lane. I don't, I don't disagree. I think Endgame is a bad time travel movie, but it was yeah. a fun uh, flip through the yearbook movie. It was a, it was you know how like TV shows had like kind of close to the end of their season finale or series finale, they have a clip show episode. Endgame was a
1: pretty decent clip show episode. I feel like somehow, like, I, I'm, I am hoping that, this is a sidebar, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that Patrick Willems is not right about what JJ is gonna do with stars, even though I kind of fear that he is right, because that's essentially what Endgame did. And yeah. I feel like it wasn't that satisfying. <laughs> so, I, The I, only reason
0: I... The only evidence I have to think that Patrick H. Willems' Star Wars time travel theory won't happen is because Disney just did it in Endgame. If Endgame was different, I'd be right, like, I know. nope, know it's totally and, happening. And,
1: and given the, the thing between like given the choice between the two, I definitely would prefer Avengers to do that and not Star Wars, but yeah. I'm afraid they'll just <laughs> both do it. There's still know. time. Um uh, Anywho, sidebar. Anywho, over. Um, but yeah. So yeah. now, we're,
0: now we're pretty much in the thick of like we've we've told you that Knives Out definitely tells you who the who the perceived killer is <laughs> very early, and I I thought it was interesting that that was the protagonist because like the marketing material kind of ha- really hides oh, totally. that the yeah. nurse is the protagonist, but it also think, is perfect because it's
1: like... I think that's the point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is also perfect purely like again, like if you you know, if you go just like surf- surface level elements, it's like, oh yeah, if you're gonna have a murder mystery about this this family where all the family members are a suspect, how do you create a like impartial, neutral I, and it's like oh well the cliche answer would be like the detective it's like yeah but the co- de-te- then you have to go through all this exposition of the detective learning about these people which this movie does do and it's way more interesting to be like oh it's this other person who has actually known them for years mm-hmm. but just has their own stakes in the game and, and that's why they're this neutral party kind of thing like the nurse as the hero of a whodunit is like in of itself just a really clever idea. And mm. I think that's the thing I really like about this movie is as much as the I think it's it would be easy to get hung up on the get-outiness of this movie, which I do think is really it's handled well. Uh for the most part, there's one part I want to bring up later. Uh and like it there it's it's a thing deserving recognition and examination but there's a ton of other stuff also worth talking about too that mm-hmm. I think is really cool about this movie and that was just one Ooh. of the pieces where I was like once i start to realize like oh this is this is our hero this is the character we care about that's really cool and like it really gets reinforced when uh she's walking with daniel craig and like, there's all the like dramatic irony, humor of like the dog bringing, you know, like playing fetch oh with my the God. evidence so and stuff. Funny.
1: That's the thing that I, I think the marketing kind of started to like show, but it, it I don't feel like like in terms of whodunits, they're all a little bit dramatic, and there's some humor dr- like derived from that drama. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch Murder on the Orient Express, like you know. There's some acknowledgement that the character Hercule Poirot on that is, you know, ridiculous. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, so there's, you know, that is a kind of slightly built-in thing. But I think that this movie really dug into it in a way that I wasn't expecting, where it wasn't quite as... Slapstick as Clue, Mm -hmm. or, 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 you know, like Clue, obviously being board game based, like it's very archetypal, very, like, you know, very much uh, a a comedy movie. This movie just had a lot of comedy in it. Um, Mm -hmm. like I, I I laughed a lot during this movie. Very, like,
0: dry comedy. Right. like
1: it, it was. It was more like, yeah, you. It, it's you noticing that dog. It's like running from a distance. Like you see the dog coming in from like fifty yards out, holding the piece of evidence while like Daniel Craig's back is turned, and her being like, "Oh shit," <laughs> and yeah. like feeling that kind of dread. Like humorous moment, like now, yeah, I
0: did. So there's a funny thing, a funny story related to the comedy of this movie. I actually had to swap seats with my girlfriend when I was watching it because the person right next to me would audibly react to any degree of comedy in this movie. So, like, the opening shot is the mug that's, like, my mm-hmm. house, my rules, my coffee. Mug and frame, the guy's just like, Ha! I was like, oh, no. I can't <laughs> do this. Like, entire rest of the theater silent, and every time anything, like... You know, someone would say something, and then someone else gives like a side eye, and he'd be like, "Ha, side eye!" Like laugh to every Oh,
1: Jesus.
0: Yeah, so I was like, "Uh, hey, hey, babe, can you uh, switch seats with me?" And she's like, "Why?" I was like, "I cannot exp- have this conversation in a theater, but please." Right. And yeah, so I, if I had just one person separating me from this other person, I was like, "Okay, I can maintain my sanity now." But if it's right in my ear, I will fucking murder this person. Which is ironic if you murder someone uh, in the middle of a whodunit
1: (laughs) movie. (laughs) (laughs) I uh I feel like I had a similar. I had someone next to me who, uh, (laughs) they like any time there was like a reveal or a thing you know that was coming up or whatever um they would like uh, like it it would show up on screen and like everybody would you know or i don't know to me it felt like everybody understood what was what it was saying Mm -hmm. or what, what was about to happen or whatever and then like two seconds later she would lean over to whoever she was there going to the movie with and loudly whisper to them what it meant and oh, I was like, oh, we know. Shut yeah. up.
0: The worst is when I, I can't this happened in mine once. I'm try I can't remember the example, but the worst that I hate is when they say a blatantly obviously wrong interpretation of the thing.
1: Oh, of like, that's funny. like, Oh
0: that like that proves that the the Nazi child is the killer. It's like, well that's just not true. <laughs> like that's, right. uh that's just not a thing. Um, but yeah, see, I I definitely did not prepare myself properly for seeing this film in a theater. Uh, for those reasons, it, was, it went better than I expected. But after, as soon as the movie started, I was like, "Oh no, it's a murder mystery with comedy." Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um. So i I did want to mention since reti- since I brought up the Nazi child, my one. This is a really tough thing to to think of in terms, like, as, I don't even want to quite label it as a criticism, but it's like a concern. They are, like, they do a really interesting job of making sure every character has a very distinct and hyperbolic personality so that you can keep, like keep a mental map of everyone in your head without being overburdened with, like, all their motivations and names and and Mm -hmm. stuff, like, so you have the the, you know, alt-right Nazi child, and then you also have uh, and you have his family, and then you also have, like, the hippie mom and Mm -hmm. the liberal arts college, or, like, social, economical Mm -hmm. college uh, student, daughter. And there are points where when they're trying to like really tackle some of the the social political theming of the movie where I'd, I worry that to a, a non-critical eye it would one would be able to watch this movie and go see they are both equally annoying and that's why I'm just disengaged
1: from politics I feel like that is a valid criticism I I liked what and it I, I, was doing, but is I it's agreed not is that the theme of the movie, right? Right. Well, and and I think that specifically, like, there is a valid, like, I I agree that I I th- was surprised that there wasn't more there there for the Nazi kid because I feel yeah. like so in terms of like the characters that are fleshed out, I'd say the two least. Like fleshed out characters, where the Nazi kid's mom was essentially a non-character. did not she didn't exist. Yet. Like yeah, she didn't exist really. Like in, the, I think maybe had two lines. Uh, but the Nazi kid, I, I do think I I can see what you're saying. Where, but he was shown as, you know, obviously bad. But then yeah. they. He's
0: mostly shown as bad for masturbating. Like that. He he gets more shit about being in a bathroom like a uh, weirdo than he I mean, is given shit for. Well, I guess it depends who's talking. Like, yeah. the only people who criticize his politics are the equally caricaturist, caricaturistic leftists half of the family. Well,
1: I, I, I don't mean know? necessarily blatant, like characters criticizing him i mean like mm-hmm. he is clearly shown as a negative character oh yeah, yeah and then he also says things that are the same thing that people say so yeah. if you agree with him then you know the hint you is are like this yeah. you suck ass <laughs> like you know so like you're the bad guy if you if you <laughs> say the stuff that he's saying uh so like it's which is not a, like as explicit as another character saying he sucks but you know mm-hmm. But anyways um but yes there there is an equal there's there is like a a a similar level of shitting on the uh college age uh daughter for mm-hmm. the hypocrisy of her like you know saying that she identifies with these liberal concepts, but then abandoning them immediately. Yeah, like, when like she does actually her.
0: antagonistic actions, like, right. her and her mom or right. mouthpieces for liberal ideas, but right. then are actually, like, Which I think- in, a, in a way that, like, the kid does not actively antagonize our hero in any way, he just is <laughs> he generally her, shitty. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, he doesn't get in her way as much, but he does yell at her but yeah and call her yeah. an anchor baby but um, oh yeah yeah but, uh, but uh, yeah, i but yeah i think that there is a i i agree that the nuance isn't there where it is a valid like criticism of people and i and i like i think it fits in well with the kind of general you know uh uh theming of a lot of the social commentary of like hey there's a lot of people who are hypocritical and might mm-hmm. you know, spout these liberal ideas but when it actually comes down to it, they're not gonna actually stand up for shit or they're gonna yeah. you know, like they're going to be hypocritical or whatever. I think that's a valid like thing to shine a light on but mm-hmm. there I agree that maybe there wasn't enough separation of like that is bad. That kid over there though is <laughs> a Nazi. <laughs> like yeah. that and, is- and
0: even then it, it's... 'cause the thing I was having this conversation with someone else about is like my concern is more like the the intentionality where like if you're if you create a both sides ism argument, but that's what you believe in, it's like I disagree, but at least your art matches your intent and your beliefs, but because of the structure of the rest of the movie and because of like. Ryan johnson's other work and twitter and stuff i don't think that's the case i don't think that is a thing he would mean to say and but so there's like there's many levels to it of like i i it what there's like what you're saying is what you're intending to be saying and then it's what's being heard and like there's too much gray there to i can imagine someone hearing Right. A both totally. sides argument, even if right. that's, not, that's not even, what even if that's not really yeah. what's being said, and I'm yeah. just over interpreting it. Um,
1: I, I I I think that that's I think there's a level of nuance there that could have been added where it's like, uh, like yes, there are different ways in which people are hypocrites and racist, even if they don't think they are, and that's <laughs> like because also there's the uh, uh, Chris Evans' dad. Is also, he's more, he's more of the more explicit mouthpiece for right, right. But he, and he's more, and he's more of the like, doesn't identify as alt right or Nazi or whatever, but he is racist, like, you know, so like, I think, and I think that there, like, there are certainly ways of nuance that he could have added to look at the differences between them. I do think there's a couple things i think i think part of it also was maybe a thing that didn't land but should have been changed in some way like by the end of the film there's sort of kind of a weird like part where uh is it marta the the main character mm-hmm. where she seems To forgive the college age student, yeah, there's really no reason for that to happen. Or like you know, like like there's no reason for that to happen other than maybe that showing. I don't know some sort of difference in degrees between the Nazi and like and her or something, but like it was the wrong way to show that, like you know, like
0: especially because the action that she took was like. Extremely fucked up. Yeah. Um, So So. in my mind, it kind of was just a a a additional point to reinforce just like how quote unquote a good person Marta is, but to a point that's almost kind of undermining the the actual real worldness of this. Of like, no, if she's Mm. like ignoring how how like angelic you're trying to paint our protagonist right now. Like that's really fucked up, and yeah. like you need to acknowledge that 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 shouldn't be painted as a thing that a character can just bounce back from doing and be mm-hmm. like still being in good standing with people.
1: Right. Um, right. Maybe they should have been more explicit with like explaining out how specifically that character, the college student, was hypocritical and and fucked mm-hmm. up and and. Explaining the specificity of it and not just leave it as because you're right that like that character is a you know avatar for quote unquote like liberals and Mm -hmm. uh, the like Nazi kid was a uh, avatar for alt right. People and I could see the someone being like, Oh, yeah, both arguing and both shitty,
0: specifically the next generation because they also have their parents or other members of the family being like the old, you know, okay, boomer version as well. Um, but which are equally not painted positively, like the adult leftist is uh, broke and uh, embezzler, (laughs) so like. Mm you know it, it, there's there's that like well everybody's corrupt it's like well mm-hmm. sure even if you believe that's true there's degrees there's nuance that still mean one should have an opinion and not just disengage that that was really my my concern of like the being interpreted as an argument for political
1: disengagement mm-hmm. um yeah, which I do and, think I think is a misinterpretation, but I think it's right, a yeah. possible one. Yeah, yeah it,
0: it, it is yeah. that. Yeah, it's that material that can be used that way. It's you know the art in of itself is you know it's a tool, and it, a tool can be used correctly and incorrectly yeah. when it is you know trying to make an argument or convince someone of something. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that was that was kind of my only like gripe coming out of the movie at all. Otherwise, I thought, like, all the characters I didn't like, but I liked being around them in the same way that, like... You know, I think uh, Chris Evans losing his shit during the Will reading is kind of the, like... The audience identifies with him in that moment of like, ha ha ha, look at all these crazy weirdos. Mm-hmm. They're so fun to be around with only for the amount of time that, that this movie exists. Like, it is kind of funny that, the, like, from an experience standpoint, it is, it is brilliant marketing that they released for Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, dude. Um, Holy shit. I was just going to say, yeah, like, it is a perfect thanksgiving movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. It it is a weird thing where it's like I I so I don't know like for me I did not travel at all for thanksgiving. So it was the it was like a perfect alternative to the traditional thanksgiving stuff. But then while I was there there was clearly a lot of like pe- people bringing their Grandparents and uncles to the movie as they're like part of their actual family yeah. Thanksgiving day. And that was a thing where I was like, okay, I get seeing a movie on Thanksgiving. I don't know if you want to see this movie. I feel like you've already gotten enough of this movie today.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> well, maybe, I do, I think, maybe, I think, maybe go see Frozen 2. <laughs> there is a certain catharsis in it where it's like, well, you're probably, in all likelihood, your actual family, who sucks, aren't gonna get super fucked over and lose a lot of money. Right, but they're not these... You can go watch this and they will, like, you know, like... Right, the- I just, I guess
0: I imagine, like, it being particularly bizarre if it's, like, like, you see this movie and you're like, oh man, that uncle character sure is a lot like my uncle. And then there's a different level of, like, who is sitting next to me and I will have to talk about this movie uh, sure. to them.
1: I wouldn't want to go see and it. And they with either won't get like that they are
0: that character yeah. who is portrayed negatively yeah. or they will and therefore hate this movie. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see it with them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny I did see this so with a uh, a friend uh who had just I saw it the day after Thanksgiving, right? Or mm-hmm. yeah. Uh and the uh my friend had just had Thanksgiving with his uh, with his family uh, who, like, <laughs> when we were, after the movie, we were like, man, like, when Chris Evans, Don Johnson, who's Chris Evans' uh, father character in this, he's like, man, when he was, like, going on his, like, rant when they were, like, sitting at a uh, table, like, mm. going back and forth about stuff, and it was kind of the classic thanksgiving table rants about politics or whatever he's like he's like i feel like they just recorded my dad (laughs) and i was like yeah i could see you were like squirming like uncomfortably like oh man this is hitting very very true to the mark so yeah Yeah. so i
0: i can only imagine seeing that movie with your family on thanksgiving would be bizarre (laughs) to say the least uh but yeah, I I'm trying to think of other like really stand like there's so many pieces to this movie that I'm try I'm struggling to find out things to call out because there's just so much.
1: I do think you know? that um it it's a movie that I one small thing I guess that I I appreciated mm-hmm. and liked was at the end there was a very cool uh call out to say from daniel Craig's character talking to oh, yeah, yeah. uh marta specifically calling out like hey you won this by not playing it like not playing the game like yeah. even the grandfather who was a you know a likeable person and a and in general was like trying to help out his nurse and we were like we are supposed to like that character right like he he's of the whole family he's the only one that didn't show any like you know racism or anything right mm-hmm. but he still could have just listened to her and let her do her job and he wouldn't be dead he killed himself for no reason and yeah. he set up this elaborate thing that she ended up not doing and because she didn't do that she won. I feel like in a lesser movie, the like this whole thing would play out, and it would be kind of like, yeah, this mastermind criminal writer, yeah. like you followed his plan, and he was clever enough that his plan worked it out in the end, even though there were twists and turns. But instead, mm. it's no, like he wasn't as smart as he thought, and that's why he killed himself without needing to. Yeah, like you know, it, it like you you got out of this because you're a good person, and that's. Yes you know so i i liked that so you know i agree ending. like of i it. didn't
0: notice cuz i really thought it was going down the like right i i created this grand larp for my family right kind of thing um early it is worth clarifying uh when daniel craig says like he's talking about chris evans's uh manipulation no no, no, no. no, 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 no he no. is because the thing that allowed the thing that allowed Her to quote, there's two separate
1: things. There's two separate things. I he talks about the he does talk about the Chris Evans manipulation, but he also specifically says, like, he he specifically says, you could have gone, you could have even done Harlan stuff if Harlan had just listened to you, who's the grandfather, then he would be alive today. Like, he made a mistake. That is
0: true. I just mean, he so. Um, I just want to clarify a thing because I, I think you know this. It just sounded confusing the way you said it. Harlan made a grand, uh, crazy thing in the moment to protect right. Marta and her family. It wasn't like he had always planned a, a no, yeah, yeah, crazy, sure. complicated thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: And I guess what I'm he, saying is, in a lesser movie, like, he would have. Either he would have, or just he would have accounted for everything. The yeah, point he is, would is been he would have been didn't the smart account one. Account for everything. And he yeah, wasn't as smart as gotcha. he thought he was. Even though he was a nice character, you know, he's still not the one who was the most correct. Like yeah, there, she was yeah, the most was, correct because she yeah, was there, she, doing she, the right yeah, thing. She was
0: the most correct. And she beat Chris Evans right. by like the thing the thing that ended up saving her, and not through her own cleverness, but through her right. compassion, saving saving the nurse. Right is or you know or at least in that moment is what allowed them to catch Chris Evans. Right. And then also if the grandpa had just fucking listened to her
1: in exactly. the first place none of this would have fucking like, happened. Like in, um, in, I was saying like in a lesser thing the grandfather would have been shown to be the like the one who had accounted yeah. for everything and he didn't. Yeah.
0: I I yeah, Ooh, I, I agree I and that made sense. It was more the the call out of the like uh the line only specifically the line like you won by not playing their game was referencing Chris Evans sure. not the grandpa yeah yeah that's all um but yeah yeah both both of those things were a cool way to end it in a way that i hadn't seen before and that mm. that does play into like uh the her being the protagonist and it's it is interesting seeing like they kind of, even in the movie, they kind of mask that for a while because they're mm, interviewing everyone last. else. Yeah. 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 Um, You, we do see her perspective very early, like coming to the house and stuff. Right. But that, that felt treated like a point of view character, not a protagonist character, at least at the time. Maybe that is indicative of my biases. Cause it was just like, Oh yeah. Like, Obviously, the detective will be the character, because they're the detective, and they're the cops, and mm-hmm. obviously, the, the nurse character won't be the protagonist, they'll just be an another character suspect, this, similar to how the, um... The character who ended up, who did end up dying, what was their actual professional role? Because I know the, they were, like...
1: The one that or... she tried to save, and... Yeah...
0: I know that she was like quote unquote the help, but I don't know what actual like role she had I think to she refer was to. The, her.
1: I think she was officially like the housekeeper or okay. maid or, or whatever. Term right, they yeah, used. both of those
0: felt, yeah, she's because she had such a she seemed to be o- having ownership of a lot of responsibilities in the house so i was like i can't remember what her act like what she would have on her resume you right. know yeah. um and they just refer to her by name it, she was the only character that i would have trouble just referring to in like a one to two sentence summary just because mm-hmm. most of them were very intentionally caricatures that right. could be um you know in a in a game of Guess who? It's like okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Everyone has to have very clear, cartoonish uh, qualities so that you can differentiate them
1: mm-hmm. easily. Um, you know what I could have used a little bit more of in this movie? Was it Lakeith Stanfield, the uh, the like Lieutenant Head Cop? Yeah, I feel like he was underused, mostly because I know he's an amazing actor and like yeah. It felt like he was like he felt like more of a cameo because he didn't really have a lot to do. Like even if you just are like going to the route of him being like, oh, the cops are not quite as good as the Mm -hmm. detective. Like, I feel like the underling cop had more of like a funny like role where he was like a fan or whatever. They had a
0: surplus of
1: cops in this movie. Right.
0: They did not consolidated
1: that a, a bit or something.
0: Yeah, I almost wonder if he, it it feels like one of those things of like, oh, he would have been the main detective, except actually they got Daniel Craig at the last minute, and that's more of a, like, get the moms and grandmas into the theater kind of casting. Um, Because yeah, it is a thing where it's like, he's really good, and he doesn't have a lot to do in this. Right.
1: I get the like the the cops being separate from the private detector. I private detective work plays into stuff and it plays yeah, into the need that You need know. the way
0: the the actual puzzle but, pieces fit in. It,
1: but yeah. why do we need two cops? We don't need two cops. Either. Right. Yeah. And oh. you
0: I guess you need technically you couldn't have the fanboy cop also being like Hey, I'm a fan of murder mysteries, but this isn't one. This is a suicide. Yeah. Like that you'd would have play to write weird.
1: Differently, you'd have yeah. to write it differently. But like, yeah, it just it just felt like I, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, hey, there's like Lakeith. I I really like him. No. Okay, bye. <laughs> like he I didn't really wasn't really there a whole agent lot. agent
0: Must be crazy good because he has such a bizarre. But awesome, like spread of roles, because like mm-hmm. you have so, like I would say may- maybe I'm missing something, but to me, like sorry to bother you, is probably my favorite. Where he's like the lead, um, but then also you have like he plays Snoop Dogg in Straight Outta Compton.
1: Mm-hmm. He's uh, L. He's L in Death Note. Yeah, exactly. Um, he has like this weird but yeah, that's yeah, also. He's, role, he's but... uh he's
0: in The Purge 2. He's one mm-hmm. of the people kidnapping people for the rich white people to hunt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like he, he has a nice spread of like good and fun good and or fun movies that I just really enjoy that he it's has like the... s- some level of involvement yeah. in. Yeah, it's it's a movie short
1: term twelve that I really want to see that I haven't seen yet. But apparently it's got like him and Bree Larson and John Gallagher from uh the newsroom, uh mm. like and Rami Malek. and like a ton of really good people. Nice. But it was like uh, yeah, She's I don't know. in
0: um the Incredible Jessica James, which is a Netflix one with uh the girl from Daily Show. That's mm. it's pretty good. I actually recommend it because it it's she's a um like struggling attempting to be a playwright like went to prestigious schools for um like theater but then is not really succeeding in like the traditional professional aspects and the the arc or at least the arc I thought was the most interesting was like her like she volunteers at like a like a kid center, teaching like theater classes and stuff, and the the lesson being like, if you love theater so much, I mean, you are doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Like the the typical mantles of success are it, it when you're working in entertainment and art, it's like you're never gonna be done. You're always gonna kind of be struggling a little bit or a little mm-hmm. bit insecure. So, just loving enjoying that you get to be a part of it at all is kind of the the lesson to learn, and I, I that I just found that super relatable because it, mm-hmm. it very much kind of uh, covers that I got out of college and now I'm really fucking struggling to get a job that I like. Mm-hmm. Aspect, you know, time period.
1: I forgot Luke Heath Sanford is also in Atlanta. He does a really oh, good yeah, job yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was a
0: good movie. I probably need to watch it again. It is interesting because it's. I. Grant, tell me how you think feel about this, uh, because it is a a whodunit is traditionally very is like good for at least two watches because it's like. Now I have all the information sure. so now right. watching it again will give a new context. I my current gut is saying that is slightly less true with this one because of the way the script is flipped and you feel like you have so much information at the beginning.
1: Yeah, um, I mean it's less it's less like I I it's less the 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 the, the question of this movie is less of a, it's not who done it. Like that's yeah. like the who done itness of it is not actually a question that you're asking yourself for most of this movie. Yeah, you happen to be wrong in your assumption of who did it, like because we, you know, but like, which is a fun you know thing to find out. But that's not the question that you're asking yourself throughout the movie. So like, you know, it 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 on repeat viewing, I feel like. You know the point. The point of what you mean by repeat viewing for for a typical whodunit is like, oh, my first question all the way through was who done it, and now on my second viewing, I know who did it, so I can. Yeah, you're seeing yeah. those clues uh, as they right, come up here, versus
0: when the detective lists them all at the end.
1: Um, right, but here since I wasn't asking that my question, you know, now myself, it's like, like, oh,
0: I didn't notice yeah. that the the dog. You know, maybe I didn't see the dog playing fetch with oh, the evidence but, last time.
1: But I do thing. think, I do think that there's enough little things in this movie that are like just crafty and and well done. That I that I I don't think because it's one of those things where it's like in a typical whodunit, I would rewatch it because the formula works that way. Yeah. Whereas this, I feel like I want to rewatch it more because I want to see if there's any other little things that like jokes or any other things yeah, like that exactly. that I'm to put in that are really good. Cause like one of the things that I noticed that I noticed on this first time, but I could see maybe not noticing and then seeing it on second viewing is I like that, like the little things like when people are telling the detectives about uh, celebrating his 88th birthday or whatever, each person who tells it, when it flashes back to them placing down a cake, that's the person who's, like, on his right side and, uh, like, you know, and, like, b- but obviously that can't be the case. Like, yeah. they, you know, when they put down the cake, only one person can be standing next to him. but each person who tells it places themselves at that, yeah. you know, at his right side kind of thing. Like, that's a funny joke that, like, yeah. I'm sure there's more of those type of things. Yeah, that you don't that, pick like, up on. Yeah, that, right. I was,
0: that's what I essentially was, I was thinking as well, where it is... I think because of that, I don't feel a rush to watch it again. You know, like a
1: hmm.
0: like a sixth sense or something, where it's like, "Ooh, am I gonna right, see right. that he was
1: a ghost? Am I gonna right, see the right. evidence it's that supports it?" It's not as big of a like yeah. Clues but it's as like, like, oh yeah, like,
0: I I, I, I want to watch it again. Like like I said, hmm. if I try, if I do end up doing any mad traveling for the subsequent holidays it's like yeah that's a perfect one to like watch with my with someone who hasn't seen it before kind of thing it's like um Mm -hmm. uh cabin the woods is very it's kind of comparable in that respect of like oh it's a really good movie that's just like very dense so Mm -hmm. watching it again will show you new things
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i do think i do think that this movie one of the impressive things about this movie is that it was. It didn't like it. Like it subverted the Who Done It structure, but it still had things at the end to to reveal, and it still had mm-hmm. things of like if you were paying attention, you know, there are unanswered yeah. questions about like, oh, but somebody was woken up by a dog barking at three a.m. Yeah, but things that like we did not never see that like two then, seconds before
0: yeah. someone says it out loud, kind of thing,
1: right? Yeah. Right. So like th- those are like it still has that. Delivery, which is what, you know, you want from this type of movie. And it, the the fact that it manages to do that while, you know, still subverting, some, like, the structure is impressive. Yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah. Yeah, it's
0: good, good movie. Good, good movie. hmm Well, does that wrap us up?
1: I think so. I think that makes sense. Um... Well, uh, we want to thank Brenna for our awesome artwork. Thank Dave for editing, giving us some theme music. If you want to comment, you can do so on SoundCloud. And you can give us your Brian Johnson movie ratings.
0: Yeah.